Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The nuclear triad of American national security could be dismantled by the Biden administration, including ICBMs. Today we interview Dr. Peter Pry, a former CIA analyst and expert in national security. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a returning guest whose first interview with us a couple of years ago went viral online when he talked about EMP, electromagnetic pulse, and America's national security defense. Today, to talk about the potential Biden administration dismantling of America's ICBM force, the Minuteman III missiles, which protect us from strategic attack from Russia or other parts of the earth, could be taken apart by Joe Biden if he is sworn in as president. Welcome to the program, Dr. Peter Pry via Skype. How are you today, sir? Very good, thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you would please remind our audience of your uh, resume and things that you've done before today. Well, I've been uh, involved in uh, examining nuclear strategy and nuclear weapons uh, all my professional career, first at the CIA, then on the staff of the House Armed Services Committee, and then serving on several congressional commissions. The last was the Congressional EMP Commission on which I served as chief of staff for 17 years. And now I'm uh, the uh, director of the uh, uh, task Force on National Secu and Homeland Security, which is a uh, congressional advisory board and nonprofit that is dedicated to protecting the nation from EMP and weapons of mass destruction. Well, thank you. When you, um, that's very impressive, by the way, just the, the fact that you've been an advisor to Congress and you actually uh, helped influence President Donald Trump, who uh, within the past recent time issued some kind of executive order that America should harden their infrastructure against electromagnetic pulse uh, or nuclear blast at altitude that could take out our electric, uh, electromagnetic grid across America, basically put America back into the dark ages. Uh, and he did that. Is that possibly going to be reversed by a Biden administration? It's possible that a Biden administration could reverse it. Uh, uh, if he listens to the far left wing of his party, uh, uh, it's likely to be reversed, in fact. Uh, even though uh, protecting the nation from natural EMP from the sun, and especially from nuclear EMP attack, has for many years been a bipartisan concern. Since 1962, both Democrat and Republican presidents and Congresses have invested billions of dollars in trying to protect our nuclear deterrent from EMP, and most, and even in recent years, uh, Democrats and Republicans have joined forces to try to protect our civilian critical infrastructures, electric grid, telecommunications, transportation, the food and water critical infrastructures from EMP. Uh, 
But there has been such polarization and radicalization that just because President Trump signed the executive order, uh, that might alone be enough for the far left to convince a Biden administration to dismantle uh, an excellent executive order that has been uh, supported on a bipartisan basis for, uh, for years. Well, thank you for your work in advising this administration, um, but you're concerned now that America's nuclear deterrent, specifically the triad, and, and for those who don't know, that means the, the thing that stops Russia from nuking us, to be blunt, is that we have three different strategic forces that could fire them back at them. And, and the, the Cold War has been stopped basically the, uh, by ICBMs, that is ground-to-ground uh, -ground missiles, including the Minuteman 3s where I sat on alert in Minot, North Dakota when I was an Air Force officer, uh, ICBMs. And then submarines, some of them have nuclear capability and could launch a last minute, and strategic bombers, that is a B-2 Spirit or, or B-52 Stratofortress could fly, it might take you know, s several hours, but, but that nuclear deterrent is now, has been the backbone of our national security since the 1950s, since the Eisenhower administration. That is now under threat to be dismantled under a Biden administration. Uh, how do you, how do, why do you believe that? Well, that's because the most powerful part of the government the House Armed Services Committee, which is controlled by Democrats and uh, controlled by the Democrat chairman, Adam Smith, uh, has taken this position about dismantling the ICBMs and strategic bombers and transitioning to a monad of, monad of submarines and reducing that submarine force, by the way. You know, we currently have on plan building 12 Columbia-class ballistic missile submarines to replace the Ohio's but Adam Smith would cut that in half so that we would only be building six submarines. That means that whereas we, we can keep four submarines at sea when you've got 12, because you know they all can't be at sea all the time. About two thirds of the submarine force has to be kept at port for maintenance and to give the crews time to rest. You, know, you can only put about a third of the submarines to, to sea on a day-to-day -day basis. So with a submarine force of of six submarines, that means reducing our submarines on patrol to just two, one in the Atlantic and one in the Pacific. And that's all we would have. No more ICBMs, no more bombers. This was almost as soon as the Democrats captured the House in 2018. Uh, in 2019, early 2019, almost the first hearings that the House Armed Services Committee held under Adam Smith were hearings to make the case for basically reducing the triad, getting rid of the ICBM, getting rid of the bombers. And they had as their so-called expert witnesses, uh, people from the Union of Concerned Scientists and Federation of American Scientists. Uh, this is the fantasy of these radical anti-nuclear groups who've been trying to get the United States to disarm itself of nuclear weapons for many years. And so these comprise now the mainstream views of the Democrat party. Uh, uh, even recently, as a couple of weeks ago, Adam Smith went on record again as calling for getting rid of the ICBMs. Uh, and uh, typically what happens in any administration, uh, you know, is they turn to the committees of Congress that they have controlled for their expertise and for the witnesses that have testified before those committees. So it, uh, 
it's very likely the Biden administration is, is going to rely upon uh, the views of people like Adam Smith and his staff and the people from uh, Union of Concerned Scientists, Federation of American Scientists, who have these irresponsibly radical ideas about downsizing the triad to a monad of submarines. And I say that's radically irresponsible, you know, because the United States, as you noted, all throughout the Cold War, we managed to prevail over the Soviet Union in the Cold War. The Soviet Union was always looking for a way that they could win a nuclear war against the United States with the first strike. But because we had these mutually reinforcing legs of the triad, land-based missiles, bombers, and ballistic missile submarines, it was too complicated for them to be, uh, to be able to do that. And we won the Cold War that way. People yeah. forget we, that. We won Peter, the we Cold to, War. It's almost need, precedented in history. We need to, to take, take a down. short break, but I do want to explain, uh, as a former SAC warrior, Strategic Air Command, uh, early in my Air Force career, uh, that without that nuclear deterrent, we are vulnerable for some future rogue uh, Russian or Chinese leader to launch their ICBMs at America because there would be no deterrent to stop them from nuking us. It's, it's your security that we're concerned about. Let's take a short break. When we come back, how the CIA may have uh, dropped the ball on the recent uh, uh, election security. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Are you frustrated by recent events in American politics? Do you wish you had the power to change things? Well, now you do. Don't say I'm only one person, I can't make a difference because we can teach one person with a little bit of political knowledge how to take back their country and make a real difference. When you get the book, How to Liberate the World, a step-by-step guide to take back your country. I wrote this book on personal experience having helped change bad laws or policies in, 30, in 13 states and won my own office in my own election for a legislature. I teach you how to use these political tools the same way that the left has been using for years. We now offer to Christians to use the right way to expand God's kingdom. There's a prayer after every chapter. And in the book, How to Liberate the World, we teach you how to write a petition and get a thousand people to sign your petition. How to organize a rally and get a thousand people to march with you. How to write a press release and get your story in the newspapers how to do fundraising for your cause or your organization. That chapter alone is worth the price of the book. And finally, how to run for office and win. These things are all in How to Liberate the World. And just to prove to you they really work, we're gonna throw in this DVD activist Christian set. Uh, This is a $30 value. We're giving it to you for half price. $15 for this, $15 for this. Normally, the two together would be $45. We're gonna give it to you for $30 suggested donation when you call us today at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, or visit the website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore, but for free shipping, you gotta call us now, 866-Obey-God. You can take back your country. We will give you the tools so you're not frustrated anymore. You will have power through prayer, through the Holy Ghost, through God to take back your country. Call today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. 
Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Dr. Peter Pry. We're gonna talk about national security in terms of the recent election. There have been allegations of voter machine fraud. Uh, the Dominion Voting Systems Company has been in the news with allegations that some of the votes could have been changed or manipulated by a Venezuela software company, Smartmatic, which was in, in fact the backbone of the Dominion Voting Machine counting system that's used in all the swing states, 28 states across America. Welcome back, Dr. Peter Pry, to explain why uh, the CISA what was uh, irresponsible, and, and who is uh, Christopher Krebs? Christopher Krebs, up until recently, was the director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, which is responsible for protecting America's electric grid communications, all our critical infrastructures, including the infrastructure for elections against cyber attack. And uh, this person is an Obama holdover. Uh, he was actually promoted to be the director of the, of the newly created CISA by the Trump administration. Uh, over my protests, by the way, I wrote numerous articles and books trying to explain to the Trump administration that this person was untrustworthy. He was an, he's in a holdover from the Obama administration. He's not an expert in cyber security or EMP. You know, he served formerly as a lawyer and lobbyist for Microsoft which is one of these high-tech left-wing companies that hates President Trump. And so they were putting the fox in charge of the chicken coop, you know, by making this guy the director of CISA. And this, to my mind, makes it much more credible that we had a bad guy in charge of CISA that's supposed to protect our elections from being manipulated by cyber attacks. Well, CISA and issued he, a statement, they, uh, maybe it was authored by Krebs himself, oh, there's nothing to see here, there was no election fraud, this is the most secure election that we've ever had in American history. Meanwhile, the CIA should have been watching because these voting machines were literally software designed by Venezuelans who admit rigging the elections for Hugo Chavez. Well, the problem, uh, yes, the CIA should have been watching the Venezuela connection, but the CIA constitutionally and legally is not really capable, isn't supposed to be looking at the elections that happen domestically within the American homeland. That's CISA's job to do that. Uh, and, and as we have seen over the past four years of the President Trump's administration, you know, the Democrats and the left have so penetrated the FBI, the CIA, Department of Justice, that these instruments have been weaponized. You know, there have not been mass firings as there should have been from these organizations. And so it raises another question in my mind about were the FBI and the CIA up to their dirty tricks again, unconstitutionally and illegally working with CISA to, to uh, throw the elections to the Democrats? Well, President Trump has fired Christopher Krebs. Uh, some people say because he falsely certify the, Amer the, the elections as uh, safe and secure. Uh, Trump got mad, fired him. Uh, but was there a, a deeper meaning now? The, the US has also recently, Trump has recently fired Mark Esper, the Department of Defense uh, Secretary and, and a couple of undersecretaries to put in charge the Pentagon version of American cybersecurity all special forces, including civilian operators, are now reporting to the Pentagon instead of CIA. What does this shift at the Pentagon mean and why did they fire Krebs? Well, I, I, I would like to think that Krebs got fired because I sent, uh, after Krebs made this 
lie that the uh, elections were the cleanest in American history and that there was no evidence of cyber interference in the elections, I shot emails to my contacts in the White House saying, please fire Chris Krebs and explaining again the background and how I had been calling for his firing for all these years. So perhaps I had some small influence in that decision. Uh, but it may be the case that the president uh, just got very angry and suddenly realized that this Chris Krebs is not on his team and, uh, and fired him because of that, uh, of that statement, which challenged basically the, the legal basis for the president's questioning the legitimacy of the election outcome. As to what's been happening in the Pentagon, there's, oh, there's a lot of speculation about why there's been this shuffling around, and there's a lot of reasons for doing it. You know, uh, Esper has not been a, a loyal Secretary of Defense to President Trump. Uh, the president had wanted to pull, bring the American troops home, bring the boys home from Iraq and Afghanistan before Christmas, and the Pentagon wasn't willing to do that, you know? They're still not willing to do that, even under the new Secretary of Defense. They've, they've been willing to reduce our presence, but still that footprint remains. And, uh, and it can be blown up and expanded again under a Biden administration when they come in, if they want to continue these, uh, these uh, unhealthy defense contracts and these pointless forever wars in Iraq and Afghanistan that uh, it's hard to see how they serve any useful American national security purpose but it's uh, certainly a way for the defense contractors to enrich themselves. I think you're onto something there. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, how drone warfare has dramatically changed. Uh, the Muslim country of Azerbaijan has basically just destroyed the, the human air force of uh, Armenia right after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also face punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities, or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. I'm Dr. Chaps. We're offering a flash sale on all of our teaching products when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore and all of our products are now 50% off while supplies last this month only. But in addition to that, we're offering a spiritual growth pack with four of our best DVDs in one package, starting with how to have an effective prayer life, how to have an excellent marriage, real Christianity in an unreal world with Vince Dacchioli, and how to become an effective Christian activist. 
You can grow in your spiritual life with all four of these DVD products, normally $30 each. That's $120 value for half price, for just $60 and we'll throw in the shipping. So call us right now at 866-Obey-God and say, I want the spiritual growth pack. I want those four DVDs for just $60. Call us right now for this special offer at 866-Obey-God. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Dr. Peter Pry, national security expert and former CIA analyst who now advises Congress. Uh, Peter, I wanna ask, uh, we've all seen the movie Terminator, right? And Skynet with all the drones that are, that are killing Americans as some futuristic world. Uh, but actually, the basis for that is now being laid in reality where Azerbaijan has just deployed an army of drones, non-manned aerial vehicles to destroy their neighbor's air force in Armenia. Uh, I haven't even heard about this until you brought it up. Can you explain why? Yes, there's this little known war called the Nagorno-Karabakh War that's been going on and off between Azerbaijan, which is a Muslim nation, and Armenia, a Christian nation, for control of Nagorno-Karabakh, an enclave within Azerbaijan. They've been struggling over that land territory for years, and it's been a stalemate for years. But recently, uh, Azerbaijan basically executed a technological Pearl Harbor on Armenia uh, with uh, basically what are flying killer robots. And, you know, these are remotely piloted vehicles. These are unmanned aerial vehicles. Uh, they're basically robotized flying warplanes. And uh, it's the first time in history that a unmanned air force has defeated a regular army that is manned by human beings. Most of the damage is not against the Armenian air force, which turned out to be impotent. Uh, the Armenians are not pushovers. They had advanced uh, airplanes and air defense systems from Russia. They had uh, some sophisticated tanks and armored fighting vehicles, artillery from Russia, uh, but their ground forces got completely destroyed You know, uh, in the conflict uh, by the uh, Armenian unmanned air force. It's the first time that's happened that a war has been won. The 30-year stalemate broken very quickly, and uh, the Armenians surrendered on November 10th to this Azerbaijani attack. Uh, it signifies a mil military revolution where uh, unmanned air forces, you know, are now a force to be reckoned with in the world, a uh, very revolutionary development. And the other thing that makes this, well, there's several things that make it uh, additionally significant, is that most of the damage done to Armenia was done by a the system called the TB2, uh, which is manufactured and was supplied to, uh, to the Azeris by Turkey. It's Turkey's version of the Predator. And uh, so this means uh, other, other systems came from Israel, the Harpy 2 and the, and the Spike. Uh, this means that the military revolution in unmanned air forces does not depend upon the high-tech superpowers, United States, Russia, and China. Uh, this means that medium powers like Turkey and Israel and other countries that are building remotely piloted vehicles and unmanned aerial vehicles can supply small, unsophisticated countries like Azerbaijan, which ranks only 64th among the world's nations in military power, can supply them with these flying killer robots, and perhaps they can become giant killers. So the U.S. global policeman has got to beware, you know, we may be like the uh, French knights 
at Agincourt, riding to a rendezvous with technological surprise ourselves. Well, there may be a day when, uh, you know, there's equality of warfare among, as you said, smaller or medium-sized armies like, like Azerbaijan. Uh, they may be able to attack American interest. And if they're being supplied by Turkey, of course, uh, we've been reporting on Erdogan and, and the Islamicization of Turkey. Uh, now they're supplying uh, an Islamic army in Azerbaijan to attack a Christian nation uh, in, in Armenia right next door. Is there uh, some concern about Iran getting hold of this or, or attacking Israel or, or uh, is there a religious element to this? There absolutely is a religious element to this. And this is another dimension of the problem about which we should be concerned because the Armenians expected their long-standing allies, Russia, to come in on their side. Since the Ottoman Empire, the Russians have backed Christian Armenia against Islamic conquest. But this didn't happen. Russia could easily have tipped the scales back in Armenia's favor so Armenia wouldn't lose. Instead, Russia intervened diplomatically and settled the war, settled the peace in favor of Azerbaijan and Azerbaijan's backer, Turkey. This is obviously part of the Russian strategy to lure Turkey out of NATO by giving them a big win. Uh, Erdogan and, uh, and Turkey uh, want to become leaders of the Islamic world. We haven't been paying attention to the Nargano-Karabakh war, but any conflict in that area of the world between Christians and Muslims, okay, is paid very close attention to by the whole Islamic world. And so Turkey comes out of this thing looking like a big hero, both because they defeated Christian Armenia and because they demonstrated for the first time in history that they have, they are able to manufacture uh, this uh, military technological revolution in uh, flying killer robots and unmanned air forces. Uh, Russia's game is to try to lure Turkey out of NATO. If Turkey yeah. leaves NATO or becomes neutral or God forbid, aligns itself with Russia, the NATO alliance may become indefensible. We need you know, to stop Turkey all that. Is, Peter, we have just, just one minute left. And as a, as a former Navy chaplain, I'd like to offer a word of prayer. Uh, Father in heaven, we ask your blessing now on the, the, the world strategy for Christendom, in particular America. Uh, and I'm gonna include Israel as part of your chosen people, Father. The Judeo-Christian uh, world is now being subverted. But Father, you are sovereign and we pray against uh, the devil who sometimes gets inside of other world leaders to attack uh, what, what you have ordained and established. I fa Father, I pray instead for freedom and liberty to prevail around the globe, especially in American foreign policy. In Jesus' name, amen. Peter, what is your website and do you have a, a book or something you want people to get? The website is www.emptaskforce.us. Uh, I have my most recent book is called The Power and the Light, The Congressional EMP Commission's War to Save America. And uh, that's available through amazon.com, The Power and the Light. Amen, thank you. Our website is prayinjesusname.org. Please donate when you visit. If you need prayer today, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Today, I wanna to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. 
If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.